Could you imagine not having running water, electricity, and watching your family starve to death from a drought that caused a famine? This is what William Kokwamba overcame in the book, The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. I'm Jason. I'm Madison. I'm Veronica. And I'm Eli. Uh, now we're going to introduce the uh, subsections. We have subsection one, magic and science. Subsection two, pinwheel to windmill. And subsection three, his trip to America and where he is now. Okay, so in the book, in the very beginning, he talks about how magic is per- what he believed in before science. And um, while he used to believe in witches before he understood that medicine was what cured people. And so I have a question for y'all. Um, could you imagine believing in rubbing, believing that rubbing some dirt into your knuckles would make you have super strength? <laughs> yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Eli or Jason, would y'all do that if you could? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, So he also mentions a bunch of different things in the book that he believed in. Like, um, gosh, I'm probably going to butcher this, but Gule Kamkulu? I don't know. But they're like these people with animal masks and rags, like, over their heads. And they, um, they believed that they were spirits. But I thought that, like, freaked me out because they're actual people and they apparently take children away to their graves. Like, I don't know. That was scary. That was a lot. (laughs) I was like, that's an actual person. They think it's a spirit, but I know it's not. Um, And then at the end of the book, uh, he didn't just believe in science, but, like, he used it to give his family everything that they wanted. So I thought that was kind of a cool transition for him. So now I'm going to talk about how he went, William Kumquambe, our narrator, um, went from building pinwheels to windmills. So from the first time he heard sounds coming out of the radio, William wanted to know what was going on. So as a kid, he was pretty crafty he would make these toy cars out of beer cartons and these pinwheel toys out of water bottles I know when I was a kid I liked kind of messing around and building stuff with cardboard um and I would make these like houses did y'all would y'all make anything out of like yeah do y'all remember the Lincoln Logs oh yeah yeah. (laughs) made a couple Lincoln Log mansions in my day oh yeah yeah super fun So, how did he go from fixing these radios to developing and generating electricity for a whole village? So, after visiting his friend Gilbert, who was the chief's son, and Gilbert had electricity, William would start asking himself, why can't I touch the wall and get light? Why am I always the one stuck in the dark searching for a match? So, William is here, and he's super frustrated. Um... In school, he excelled in his studies, but eventually he ran out of money because of the famine, uh, wiping out his family's crops, and he had to drop out of school. So eventually he started going to the library, looking at these textbooks, and then one day he came across this textbook called Explaining Physics, which is where he got some of the ideas and explanations on how to make the windmill, 
and the generator and all that stuff and he actually got it to produce electricity which turned out incredible and it was kind of the culmination of so many years struggling without electricity and all these food and water all these resources that he now solved with this windmill he gets discovered by Mike McCain. Mike McCain writes about William and he gets a lot of attention. Um, he, uh, he is fortunate and he gets to travel um, to a different part of Africa. Uh, and he actually ends up meeting a guy named Tom Riley. Uh, he's the American organizer for the TED Global. Uh, Ted Global. Um, and he is very excited to meet William. Um, so much so that he invites him to talk um, almost last minute at the, the conference and they've even compiled like pictures and stuff and just William's English isn't very good but he does his best to describe what he uh, what they're witnessing in the photos and explains how he was able to make a windmill uh, out of parts from a junkyard and just from reading books in the library um, he got a lot of attention um, through that TED Talks um, and got donors that actually uh, he was able to use the money from the donors to help his uh, village to have electricity everywhere. Um, so the village benefited greatly from that. Uh, in December of 2007, uh, 2007, William visits Tom Riley in America. Um, he goes to New York City um, and he's, he's just shown a really good time. Um, he, it doesn't start off so good, he actually loses his luggage, um, but he gets shown around the city and, and all kinds of things about America. Uh, he then uh, gets to speak at another TED Talk in Connecticut that same year. Um, and just kind of, this is a few years later, so he's able to articulate a little bit better. Uh, you can see it online. It's pretty cool. Y'all should see it. Um, let's see here. He, after the book, uh, he attends Dartmouth University, um, after which he gets to speak about his experiences throughout the country. He visits um, a lot of different universities, uh, Auburn University, University of Michigan. Um, his, he ends up writing a, help writing the book, uh, The Boy Who Harnesses the Wind, um, which in, back in 2010, and it actually becomes required for all incoming students to read at the uh, University of Florida and Boise State University. Um, he gets recognized in Time Magazine back in 2013 as 30 people under 30 changing the world. Um, and then in 2019, uh, a Netflix special comes out that shows a lot of what he experienced. Um, it's, it has changed from what the, the book says, but it still gives you that kind of dramatic effect as, as far as uh, the struggles he undertook to uh, do what he did and why he did it. William said, if you want to make it, all you have to do is try sometimes forget how powerful we can be as humans and the impact and change we can create in society. William had every excuse in the world to give up, but he didn't, and neither should we. I, so, I know sometimes I sit around and I get in the same circle in life, and, and we have it made compared to what William had. So it really makes me yeah. grateful. Yeah, I definitely take for granted the things that I've had since I was a kid. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. listening. Oh, Nana. But to follow you, oh, I. If we get out.